hey, let's let's start the podcast. Um, yeah, let's talk about some video games. The Enemy Slime Podcast, which is what this is. Holy shit. This is episode number We're back. 210. Uh, I'm your usual host, Jared, and I'm joined today by Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hello, welcome back, everybody. And I have Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Maybe we can say the Canadians are sending over all the rapists, and then we'll get to be president. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're we're quickly heading. We're going to build a wall. We're we're head, I think they're going to build a wall before we do. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the rate we're going, I think they're going to have a pretty good wall. Uh, we're just going to do what happened in the Battle of Syracuse, where the Greeks build a wall. And then the Syracusans build a wall around their wall. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, I, no, that actually happened. Look it up. It's just one of the weirdest, like, historical things. I would just build... Like, they I were would... competing walls. Like, one was trying to cut... Like, they were trying to cut each other off by building walls, like, in front of each other. <laughs> I feel like we could just as easily let them build a wall and then be like, yeah, that's our wall. Like, we did that. <laughs> and they will pay for it. And, yes. and they paid for it. <laughs> we built it and they paid for it. And built it. Uh, so in a way, it's it's actually yes. extra amazing. Uh, so I guess uh, I I guess this will be kind of a weird podcast because uh, we're we're just wrapping up E3, um, but only two of us bothered to watch any of E3. <laughs> um, I was too busy playing video games to watch E3. Well, that was very foolish of you. Just a yeah. just a silly silly idea. Oh. I mean, um, why, why, why enjoy the video games I have now when I can lop out the video games I don't have? Exactly. When you can start thinking about the video games that are coming in the future, uh, far away in the future. And I guess we should probably start with the furthest away in the future. Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe. It, it's actually out of everything I saw this oh, year. Oh, that's Stranding then. Yeah. Okay. So there's the question. <laughs> what... Realistically, we we all agree you're going to play Cyberpunk before Death Stranding, right? Yeah, I think that sounds right. <laughs> I think that sounds right. Crickets, crickets. Um, it, I, 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 you know, it, sure. I, 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 I watched, uh, I watched the the trailer, and like uh, every every time I see a trailer, I get more confused. So, uh, yeah, let's let's circle back to Death Stranding. Let's talk about Cyberpunk first. What did you guys think of the trailer for it? I, I thought it was it. awesome. Actually, no, I hated it, and I think it's going to ruin everything because there was sun. Yeah, sunlight. sunlight. Yeah, so that's already like right off the bat, kind of a, a controversial uh, angle for it. <laughs> I, well, uh, so actually, I take that back. It seems like it's only controversial for one person, and uh, that is the. And I really oh. want to emphasize this: it is uh, who we are going to call the grandfather of uh, cyberpunk, uh, Mr. William Gibson. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that dude. Author of Neuromancer and uh, generally just man who yells at things from his porch. Uh, no, but there's a bunch of people from from that website. You know, the one that you always expect to have stupid opinions. 4chan? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that are, like, bitching about it. Yeah, and so they're also bitching. Oh there's also Fortran's a lot of bitching because what a surprise! So in that interview that I linked, they also said it was going to be primarily uh, first person. Yes, the game will be so first of, person. So a lot of people are like complaining about that too. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Now, with so many RPGs first person these days, I know, That's right? Like... It's like okay. So what about Fallout, New um, Neo Sex, uh, Kingdom Come, Skyrim? 
<laughs> Here's... I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Fallout and, and Deus Ex in like regards to Cyberpunk because I do. I want to mention something. I, I, you know, when I see a Fallout Four or when I see like a Deus Ex, that's or like I see like there or something like that. That's what I typically expect Cyberpunk and science fiction to be. I, I expect everything to be like dark and and gritty and someone, you know, Mr. Burns just blocked out the sun ages ago. Sure. Um, that, that, that's what I really expect from it. And because I expect that from it, I'm always happy when it does something very different. Like, I I like it when there's some, like, I like it when you juxtapose, like, cyberpunk with, say, nature. You know, you see, like, huge technological monoliths rising out of, say, a grassy field with a waterfall and a stream. I, I think that kind of stuff is nice because it, it's... It's it's um like it's original. It's fresh. It's a different kind of nice aesthetic that you get. Um, you know, it's it's easy on the eyes. And then on top of it, I feel like it has a little bit more to say because you know we usually we usually always say that oh well technology is going to lead us towards a dark gritty tomorrow and it keeps us indoor with like screens blowing in our faces and maybe that's true, but. If you go outside, like if you go to a farm and then you see like a solar panel um, array next to like a wheat field or like a cow pasture or whatever, that speaks a little bit more to kind of what humankind is, like our our technology competing with the nature that's already there. Um, and, or you know you see something that's bright and sunny, like um, California and cyberpunk, versus the people who are choosing to get their body parts replaced. You know, I. I, I really like that that kind of dual aesthetic, that kind of um, competing flow, I would say. So I think there's two things going on here that are causing this, and I think they're going to get worse until the game releases. The first one is I think that people have been waiting for this game for so long that they already have an idea of what it's going to be in their minds. Mm-hmm. And when they realize that it's not going to be that game, they're going to get pissed. So I'm pretty sure a lot of those people that, that are bitching about it being in first person were expecting... To, they're expecting basically The Witcher with like a city, you know. But The Witcher was like very colorful too. Well, I mean, no, no. What I mean, I'm talking about the first person part. First. Yeah, uh, the first person part. So yeah. in that same interview, though, he says like at least six times because you can tell that they know that this is something they're going to have to contend with. And I'm pretty sure if you went back and counted, it would at least be six times that he says. By the way, this is a hardcore RPG. It is not a first person shooter. Like oh gosh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. really leans in heavy to being like, "Look, this you're gonna talk to people and you're gonna settle your differences with words." And you, you you only have like you only have Fallout Four to blame for that. That's like it was it, yeah. out, it was super popular, and that's what everyone expects them to be these days. But it's true. That's not what a lot of them are. I can I, I can name plenty like of um of RPGs that are either first person and they're still a hardcore RPG interface, or they're like. Or they let you switch perspectives, but like first person is kind of like the recommended and the preferred. Right. Um, you know, it's it's not like it's, it's like some rare thing. I I believe that totally. I think um, I think people are gonna keep pushing back against it until it's actually here, and then I think yeah, every, and then I think everybody's that's gonna what I mean. It's like you know, everybody's gonna be mad because it's not the game. The ambition after six years of thinking about this thing, and they're gonna get madder and madder until it comes out, and then they can play it. Um, the other thing that I think is going on is that I think a lot of people don't necessarily have a lot of experience with actually reading and watching cyberpunk things. I think they 
seen a lot of pictures and a lot of like short gaps that kind of inform what the aesthetic is. But if you read and watch like cyberpunk stuff, there's plenty of like daytime action or things like you're talking about, Jay, where like, you know, there's woods and there's nature and it's in, there's also pristine places. You know, most corporations don't look like shitty hovels, you know? Right. Um, and, and or I think, for example, I think it goes to the shell when like Makoto is beating the shit out of that guy when she's wearing the camouflage. That's a daytime scene and it's super colorful. Right, um, but you can you can you can go like even more recent than that because um, uh, you know there there's plenty. It's exactly what you're saying. Um, I, I guess they is excellent for like a very very specific kind of aesthetic. Like they had a very specific color palette that they went to. But yeah, but even in they're, not, they're not like. They're not like they're not like um, they're not cyberpunk, but they're kind of like in the general range. You go to you you play something like say Assassin's Creed, or you play something more recent like Detroit, and you, it's exactly what you're saying. Where you go to the big major evil corporation is like this super colorful, nice place you want to stay at. And look at even Final Fantasy VII, like they built up such a big point of getting into the uh, Shinra plant or the Shinra uh, headquarters, and then you get in there, and the Shinra headquarters is actually really fucking nice, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They got, um, like, an atrium, they got a even like they sex, right? <laughs> so in Human Revolution, you go to Hengsha, right? And the bottom part sucks. Uh, and very symbolically, when you climb up the elevator, it's all beautiful and there's nature and shit. Yeah. Did you, so, you know, it's, did you guys watch the new Blade Runner? Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 I was supposed to get that to uh, Lucio, but someone stole my screener. Cause, I, I mean, watched the new Blade Runner. Half, half that movie takes place in, like, the desert. Uh, yeah, half of it's in the desert. The ending is like at a giant kind of waterfall, and so that's a, that's a good point. I was actually going to bring up Blade Runner because I think people think Los Angeles and they think cyberpunk, and then they think Blade Runner, so everything should be dark. And I I think you know Blade Runner. Look, it's it's very kind of um, imaginative. Like I'm talking about the original um, in terms of its world, and I think back in the '80s, you're also making something that was pretty cynical despite the fact people were making a lot of money in the 80s people made these movies that were very cynical in terms of everything being dark um but i personally like as both kind of someone who'd be interested in moving there and like as a tourist and someone who writes about it a lot i love like uh california and los angeles and with california comes access to like a lot of nature and a lot of different like colorful things like you go out to uh california and you go out to say like ventura beach uh, you're not going there so that you can just find like a dark and gray hole to hide in. You're going there to look at all the colorful graffiti and the color people, people uh, walking around and skateboarding and going out to the beach and you know surfing and tanning and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, why would you use a location such as Los Angeles and then just ignore everything wonderful about it? Yeah. Uh, well, Night so. City, Night City is supposed to be like a super like then sprawl that basically encompasses everything from uh, San Francisco to LA. But I get your point, you know, it's, there's no point in also like making it all dreary and shitty and it's a fucking big area, right? So we're talking about essentially most of the coast of California. So it's not all going to be, um, you know, the same going from south, South to North. Right. But I, you know, I think that's why Blade Runner comes up because Blade Blade Runner is that kind of like Blade Runner twenty forty nine is that kind of sprawl, and they still managed to fit you know the desert in there and um, that huge kind of like waterfall in there and all like and, and still a pretty colorful movie, uh, the new Blade Runner. Um, right. So yeah, and, and like Ghost in the Shell, like, like you brought up earlier, that's another one where um, 
the, the urban environment has eaten up a lot of it, but you still get um, stuff. Like, I, I think I think if you look at Ghost in the Shell, you can still, I'll put it like this, you can still tell Tokyo is like Tokyo when you watch Ghost in the Shell, right? Um, so I was talking about the, the animated movie, but in, even in general, most of Ghost in the Shell, I haven't seen the, the live action one, so... But most in the shell, um, in, in even like standalone complex and the manga, it's very colorful. Like it's it's yeah, it's cyberpunk, but it's not you know all dreary and dark all the time. Right. Well, like, what, what, I, I guess what I'm saying is this. I guess I guess what I'm saying is, um, especially in video games, um, I always appreciate it when someone really captures like the character of a city. Like I was watching. This is like kind of irrelevant to the general topic but i was watching a tv show on netflix i think it's called um seven minutes um and it's like one of the few tv shows that i've actually watched that have like really captured new york and its vibe and its people and i would say you know that was the one good thing the division had going for it where it really captured new york and so i i, I definitely want to see some creative vision in these games right? i don't want to see like creative spin and I do want to feel like I'm in that world. So if I'm going into the world of cyberpunk, I want to feel like, you know, technology is getting over. But I want the personality of the city as well. And I, from what I'm seeing from the trailer, that's what they're going for. They're giving you the best of both worlds. So there's really no reason to bitch about that. Yeah. And so that's the other thing that they uh, that he says in that interview is he makes sure to mention more than once, like, we're going to do like the dark noir stuff too. Uh, and and he, right. that's another word that he uses a lot in the uh, interview is he, again, yeah. there's like a big emphasis on like, this is a noir story and like, there's going to be a lot of dark stuff. And it's like, but for this trailer and for your first look at it, we wanted to show you something different, like something that wasn't what you expected. And I don't know. It, it, I think for the most part, I've read positive uh, yeah. opinions about it. So I, I think there's always so going to be... The other, the other complaint that I heard was it's go, it looks... It's going to be a Grand Theft Auto clone. Which they based that solely on the fact that the trailer well, yeah, the was kind of trailer. evocative of the final... Uh, the, the Grand Theft Auto 5 uh, trailer. Um, and if you are the one of those people who thinks that it's going to be a Grand Theft Auto clone based on a 1 minute and 43 second trailer, then you are a dumb person. I so this is the last thing I'll say on it, just to like, just to drive my point home. I'm looking at on uh, my um, PlayStation 4 desktop right now. I'm looking at the icons for Detroit, uh, for Vampire, for Far Cry 5, for Assassin's Creed 4, and for uh, Persona 5. And I can say, for the most part, those games fulfill like my requirement in terms of the location representing what the location should represent, while also being exactly what the game is going for. Sure. Yeah. I think that uh, I, I think that, that, that we get stuck in these ideas of like there's rules and and this is cyberpunk and so it has to be night and it just that's but not it the, doesn't though. that's not the case <laughs> that was that was never the rule um, right and it yeah. feels it feels weird to me that uh, people who are like stoked about this uh, game that is based off of a tabletop RPG it seems weird to me that those people have so little imagination. Like, yeah. don't those feel like the people who should have the most imagination, the tabletop okay. RPG fans? I don't, I don't, no, I don't so know, because I'm, I'm one of the tabletop RPG people, and the other big tabletop RPG guy that I know is also stoked about it. So I don't know that it's the tabletop people that are mad about right. this. So that, 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 that was going to be my next question. Do you honestly think it's the tabletop people? Or do you think that's just, like, just 
the crowds of gamers who see one thing that's different from what they're used to and then they complain about it. I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess what I'd say is the only people who have any right whatsoever to be sl- even slightly protective of this property are Cyberpunk 2020 fans. Oh, and... for sure. And then, and then I totally know what you're saying. Like, it's like, if, if you're playing a tabletop game, who knows what fucking world, like, you're imagining from it. Like, the book gives you, like, a description, but you may decide that this particular session of cyberpunk takes place at like a crystal hippie camp in the mojave desert yeah you know what you're right jared and if there are no like arms with a fax extension into them then it's not really cyberpunk and i want my money back yeah i that's gonna be totally fair that's a that's a fair assessment (laughs) um so what's going on with dust stranding yeah i was gonna say so we may as well talk about we may as well talk about the other one um did you watch the trailer for it jay no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, uh, I can pretty much fill you in on what's new. Uh, we finally, walking. we finally see uh, Norman Reedus walking around, um, which like does in, in game. Yeah, it looks like it's in game. Um, right. We never see. Does he use? A, he never uses a gun, but I think at one point he's holding something that looks like a gun. Um, there's yeah, one. But then he uses it to activate the baby. It mostly looks like he's carrying stuff around. Like there's one point where he's got an entire like mummy on his back. Uh, yeah. I don't know where he's taking the mummy, but he's taking it somewhere. <laughs> um, but the, it, it, we we basically just got another trailer that's like very vague, doesn't tell you a whole lot. Uh, there's a very brief look at uh, the kind of invisible monsters that that populate the world and uh, the the character like trying to avoid them. Um, but we don't really see any, any any idea of like whether or not there's going to be combat uh, of any kind. or And this has, of course, led the internet to jump to the conclusion that the game is a walking simulator. Of and, course. Uh, <sighs> and so everyone's now losing their minds about that. And I, I don't think that there's really anything that Kojima's ever done that would lead me to believe that like his dream was to make a walking simulator. Um, I think but he still has the baby, though. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's definitely still got the baby. There's there's some running theories, and I actually kind of like. There's some hints in the trailer that the baby has something to do with like how you come back from death, and a lot of people are saying that they believe that the baby that you carry around is like a clone of you, and if you die, the clone gets rapidly aged up, and that's how you like respawn back into the world. That's kind of cool. It is. Kinda- I actually think I actually think that the baby is connected to the shadows because if you notice, all of the shadows had umbilical cords in them. Oh, that's true. So yeah, who knows? That's really uh it, it it's one of the only like properties that I've seen where the more I know about it, the less I understand it. Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like I'm even more confused now. It is it doesn't it doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like it something is coming together for me. It's it's like, you know, guys stranded on on death, on, on, on death stranding planet, carrying around a baby clone of himself. He's got no, I, 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 I don't think they're on a foreign planet because they're, they're, he's like it, it's called employed. Death Stranding Planet. By a delivery I mean, planet, Death Stranding Planet. That's it's called Two it. Brothers. It's, uh. it's it's like the fifth it's like the fifth planet from Jupiter, the fifth moon from Jupiter. It's the Death Stranding moon. Wait, is that is that really? No, I mean because I you could have talked me into it. Uh, I mean, you might be. Who knows? So, but, uh, anyway, uh, it's no surprise to say they're not giving us a date. Um, I I highly, highly doubt it's next year. Just just given that next one, ne- next trailer is going to star Stephanie Justine's booty. 
Yeah, who's the who's the girl? He he shows a blonde at the end of the trailer, and it, it's kind of she's shown as like it's supposed to be this big reveal of like, look, she's in it too. And I didn't know who she was. Yeah. Uh, so I um, I got the vibe that like I was supposed to be like, oh, it's her, but I don't know who she is. So uh, I I don't know what's going on. I'm no closer maybe, to understanding it. Maybe it was Helen Hunt. No, it was. <laughs> I know who Helen Hunt is. Um. <laughs> So uh, also just as an aside, I watched the I, I made a friend uh, sit through the PlayStation conference uh, who does not play video games. And it was definitely the biggest treat to watch her uh, experience the Death Stranding trailer. Like that was that was because it literally this is why this is why you're single. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, so th- that 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 just stands to reason. Um <coughs> But but yeah, I, I got a kick out of. Uh, it's fun to see somebody who doesn't understand Kojima experience Kojima, um, and that's not to imply it's that not, it, you're not not just Kojima. You just like you basically gave her pure distilled Kojima with like no no preparation. Yeah, so that's the other thing is this is like completely unfiltered. Like at least Metal Gear would would take a little while to become insane, but and then get there. Uh, whereas this is just. Who the fuck knows? Like right off the bat. Yeah, I think I think I think if you showed someone the last Metal Gear trailer, they would have been like, "Oh, it's it's twenty four season six. Sure, yeah, you right. could, you could probably talk them into that. Um, although the first so, the first hour of Phantom Pain is pretty out there. Uh, the game. I, there's a flame. There's a unicorn. There's a fight. Or a there's a, whale. a flaming whale and horse. Uh, the game actually kind of like settles down after that. I don't know. I I'm still looking forward For to this. While. Uh, I, I'm still curious about it. Uh, I no, just, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm like I said, oh, here we my go. opinion hasn't changed. We're on board. I found a picture yeah, of the girl. Here, I'll send it to you. You can tell me if you know I, who she is. How about David Hayter being Solid Snake again? Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Is she going to be Solid Snake again, or are they now just like pushing the lines? No, it's, it's confirmed. It's no longer now. around. Uh, so, yeah. Um, um, does she look familiar to you? I don't know she who does she does actually is. look familiar to me. She looks like every like actor. No, world. she she looks familiar. It's like on the fucking tip of my tongue. I think she's the. He keeps looking at a photo, which I think it's implied as like a family. I I don't know if I wasn't paying attention to whether or not she was in the photo. Uh, it looks like she is Lindsay Wagner, uh, who is a sixty-eight-year-old woman who played the Bionic Woman in the seventies. Okay, yes, that's why I, I yes, that is Lindsay Wagner. I see it now. So your like, choice. I'm not lying. I did like the Bionic Woman quite a bit when I was a kid. That's well, why she looks so fucking. Nice. Great news. She's back, uh, and and working. Yeah, and like and like it looks from the looks of it, it looks like they got the uh, de aging technology now packed. Yeah, because she's looking pretty uh, good. I have to say though, the game looks really really nice, like in terms of visuals. Oh yeah, I I am expecting uh, a, an amazing engine. Uh, I, I would expect no less, and I'm sure that that's got to be probably to some degree what what Sony's hoping. I like. I wonder if they're gonna own whatever engine he produces, and so like in some ways, even if the game takes like years, maybe that's still gonna be a value to them. Like they'll have some kind of you know graphic engine that's that's theirs that they can do whatever they want with. Yeah, that sounds. Maybe that's the angle. Like, cause you I know, mean, the Fox engine was pretty impressive. The Fox so. engine's pretty impressive, and like Konami's gonna waste it but like in the right hands you could probably do something pretty great with it 
Uh, and so it stands to reason that it might be worth hiring Kojima just to have him like build another engine with his team and then just have that. And, and you know, then you just let him sit in the corner and do whatever weird shit he wants and, you know, just fuck around with whatever celebrities he likes and, uh, you know, just, just see what happens. Hey, so um, I want to say it's not like true that I totally avoid it. The E3, but I only looked at <gasps> all having to do betrayal. Like the, I only looked at all the trailers having to do like with the completely weeb shit, and I got really excited at the weeb announcement. So, um, you know, I'm interested. I still very much want to play Ghost of uh, Tsushima, which I, uh, I think we mentioned on the last E3 <laughs> podcast. We don't need to go over it again. Um, I'm excited for Neo too. Have we talked about Ghost of Tsushima before? Yeah, I, I, this is yeah. the first time where I ever even got an idea of what it was like, uh, and and I would I actually think it looks pretty interesting. Um, yeah, all things considered. Uh, and, yeah. and and I I it's hard. Well, why for all things considered? Sucker Punch Studios makes. Uh, eh, it's <laughs> it's hard for me to describe how I feel about Sucker Punch. I trust really? them, but I don't really like anything that they've made all that much. Like. Yeah. I think they're okay. I don't think that I don't think there's anything wrong with their stuff, but they're just they don't usually make games for me. Uh, I don't I like love Sucker Punch. I don't care for any of the infamous titles, uh, uh, and and that's pretty much their their entire. Uh, I th- I think Infamous is just the bee's knees. <laughs> yeah, I really like Infamous. The too. second Second Son was good, but I'm excited for them to make a game that's not Infamous. I guess that's what I'd say. So I actually have some high hopes for this one. Because I think they're a talented developer who just hasn't been making something I wanted them to make. That'd be that'd be what I'd say. Um, well, all right. Well, I think, and then uh, that so there's Neo two. There's Neo like, two. I really like the first Neo. And then there's um, Sekiro. Yeah. Oh, that actually looks like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I I said this in the group chat, but that fucking grapple looks like a great time. Like I I want to grapple around. <laughs> I'm I'm really looking forward to that and and just so, that I don't want to play the rest I, of the game I just want to grapple. I heard that uh, from confirmed that it's not going to be an RPG so no stats no souls. All right. So I, no I'm down I think it's time for <laughs> From to do something different. Yeah I'm okay with that. Uh, it does sound like there's still going to be some uh, kind of different death mechanics. Um, um, the the trailer really heavily implies that that d- there's something going on like when you die and 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 some kind of similar uh, like souls like kind of take on that. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like the like it sounds like there's I... some kind of like um, and, and this is just my conjecture, but it sounds kind of like Dark Souls two, where like the more you die, the hollower you become, or something happens. Maybe. Uh, um, I also think that's Ju- what um, it sounded like from have, the have they dialogue. Said, have they said anything about the online component or if it even has one? Oh, I haven't said anything. Oh, actually, uh, this says uh, has multiple endings but no multiplayer. Um, signature Fair from fin- signature from software minus the multiplayer. So, so I so yeah, I you know I I, I don't I don't know that there. are has to be because because from has done like enough action in the past and this even looks like uh, well they said it's, it's not going to be like this they said it is going to be a different game but right um it is it is like reminiscent of some of the shit that they did with uh what is it called odagaki or, Ot- 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 or or togi or whatever it was and then they had like ninja blade and all that kind of stuff and 
Uh, they said it's going to be different for those games, but they have that like in their portfolio, or they've done like straight kind of ninja action before. Yeah. Um, that's so. True. Well, so I always I always yeah. assumed that this was going to be a Tenchu game, uh, just based off all the hints and, and everything else. Which uh, right. I'm actually I, I wouldn't say like a huge fan, but like I I really like the Tenchu series, and I can see some similarities here and, and there. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, even in in that way. Um, I worry that this is going to because this is also Miyazaki, right? This is the same. Yeah. So this is the the Souls director. Um, I worry that they're not going to be able to escape Souls. And kind of like we were just talking about all the people who are mad at Cyberpunk for not being what they want. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be mad about this for not being. Oh, oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, what they want. Like they're they're going to get stuck under that thumb. But I'm I, actually I, I, really I, I, looking forward to it. I don't know. Yeah, I think I it's. Too. And and I think it's kind of like the right thing for them to do anyway. I think that they were kind of burnt on that formula after playing Dark Souls three. Yeah, um, you definitely get the vibe that like it was time to move on and and do something else for a little while. Yeah, so, I, I feel like I feel like like um, Dark Souls and uh, Bloodborne were kind of ended up being what they were like meant to be, um, and that. You know, Miyazaki just wanted to like, really, and then Demon Souls as well. And Miyazaki wanted to like move on, and they were like, "No, can you make more of this for us?" <laughs> and so he made another one, and it's just all like just fan shit. Actually, uh, that's a good segue into uh, the other uh, game that we that we can talk about. When when you say uh, wanting to move on but never being allowed to move on. Uh, I don't think anybody really uh, embodies that concept quite like uh, Sakurai. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, who has literally never made a Smash Brothers game that he that he didn't say would be the last one that he made. <laughs> uh, and yet is uh, definitely back for uh, Smash Brothers. I, I, I didn't actually... Are they calling it Smash Brothers Ultimate? Is that the name? I, yeah. I thought so, yeah. Okay, so Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, which is uh, I, I I gotta I gotta be honest, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I I said in the chat that I really see no reason for me to buy this, and yet I know there's a very strong chance that I will buy it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably buy it. There was a time where Smash Brothers was like a really big deal to me, and like it was. Every every weekend, I'd have people over at my house, and that was all we'd do is play Smash Brothers. Right, and, and I went through that time too, and like you know, with like Nintendo sixty four, and then the GameCube, and all that. And but the last two Smash Brothers games, I think you said something pretty similar. But the last two Smash games, as much as I like them, I played them for like all of a fucking week before dropping them entirely. Yeah, Smash Smash for the Wii U was like a ton of fun, and I maybe played it like just a handful of times. Um, it's like, and then I'm, I'm older now, and I don't have any friends that want to get out of their houses and come to my house. And it's like, that's understandable. We're like all getting to be old people. <laughs> it's not like we have the time to just go. Oh, hey, it's video game night. Let's all run over to each other's houses. Well, and so this spurred you kind of saying uh, something that I think is definitely true, which is they really need to finally buckle down and figure out how to take this game online. Uh, yeah, because. And the Wii U version's pretty close. I had a few games that actually went really well, uh, where where the netcode felt like it was competent and actually doing what it needed to do. Um, but Smash Brothers has maybe, in in my opinion, like the worst track record as far as oh, online sure. uh, playability I, goes. And, 
and we were, we were discussing this earlier. We were talking about like how other comparative examples run run fine. Like you look at Mario Kart, and that runs fine. You look at uh, Splatoon Two, and they finally ironed out all the bugs of that online, and that runs fine. But that still doesn't mean Smash is going to get it right. Yeah. Um, so that's the other thing I had to like sit back and wait on. It's like you know, well, does Neko even make it worthwhile? Right. And like I said before, if uh, if they're charging for it now, they have to like make it work. I mean, they don't have to, but they should. It would be smart. Uh, it would be much smarter yeah. for them to do a good job. Uh, <laughs> whether or not they will is is definitely up in the air. But uh, hopefully, they'll have the the good sense to. Uh, do what needs to be do- done. Uh, I guess so I, I, I want to say one other thing about Sakurai real quick. Yeah, Sakurai. I love how Sakurai always says, like when he's going into a new Smash Brothers, how he says they will never again make the mistakes of the last Smash Brothers, and then one iteration later, um, all that shit is like back. So he was like, you know, he's like, oh, we're we're not gonna have a roster that's big, and we're not gonna have any clones anymore. And then here comes um, Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is like basically every character. And then has to go far as having like Pikachu, and then you have to have like girl Pikachu. <laughs> Talk about they're, not having any clones. They're bringing back. Uh, they're bringing back tripping. That'll be the next news. They're like, yeah, great, great yeah, news, everybody. Yeah, Char- characters yeah. could trip again. You're gonna um, love it. Does any feel to you guys that Sakura is just kind of like saying whatever? You know what? You fuckers want all the characters here. You want it really here? Just fucking leave me alone yeah this has to be this has to be like the the prelude to him like getting on a plane and never coming back right like just 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 boarding a, yeah. a, a, plane a fishing and boat leaving to an island and just never hearing from him again like there you go yeah. i gave you a game it has everybody in it um and i guess that's another question which is who who, who, who have you guys been missing who are you excited to see back uh nobody really because the answer is yeah. pretty obvious it's the fucking ice climbers watch. baby ice climbers are here I don't. Did Game and Watch uh, leave? I think Game and Watch is in all of them. I don't know. Uh, but but now the ice climbers. I didn't realize returned. ice climbers are gone. Yeah, they were gone in the Wii U. Yeah. Actually, were they gone in Brawl? Uh, now I don't remember. Uh, no, they're there in Brawl. So yeah, ice climbers missed one game, and that's why it's the worst game that uh, Nintendo ever made because it didn't have ice yeah, climbers. Fair enough. So, but now th- now we're back on track. Uh, Jay mentioned it earlier, but uh, David Hayter confirmed that he would reprise his role as Solid Snake. Um, because Kiefer Sullivan is expensive to get. Sure. And I mean, beyond that, like, this has got to be like, I, they're, they're probably going to reuse some lines. Like, I'd be surprised if he even recorded new stuff. I wonder if they're just going to cut him a check and be like, thank you. We'll use all these snake lines. Yeah, he'll probably record new stuff. Uh, I guess. We'll yeah, and if see. he didn't, it, if they didn't, it, it would pull like a total Capcom of just like using old assets forever, and it's obvious that they're old assets because they sound old and they look old. They're not going to do that. Well, I'm excited to. I'll, I'm excited to see what we get. We'll we'll see. Hey, speaking of Capcom, how about that Resident Evil Two remake? Dude, I'm actually I I got a lot of faith in that one. Um, I do too. I, I, I there's some conversation earlier in the chat, and I'm not sure. Like what there is not to, not to be hopeful about because the last two Resident Evil games to come out were really, really good games. Uh, Michael, is, Michael is just cranky. It's the uh, it's the best Resident Evil, right? Yes. I oh, mean, sure. yeah. I, I maybe four. I I think I could make a case that four is 
well, at least from a, from a gameplay perspective, but but from a theme or story perspective, Resident Evil Two was like the height of what I liked about that series. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Four is not like the story that I'm interested in, but I think Four is like the most fun game out of the series. Um, I might have agreed until Seven came out. I really liked Seven. I still think I like, like Four more than Seven. I, I enjoyed uh, I, think I, I enjoyed like Seven, seven more than four. but I don't think I would buy Seven. Good morning. Like five What's times. That? Oh, You're on the calendar. Is it a meeting? Is it an event? It's Superman Day. Put on a red cape and get up, up, up and away. Whoosh. Okay. What the oh, f- that was different. What the fuck was that? I, I don't know. I, I, I really got to have to shut this thing out before... Uh, cut. This happened when we were playing The Raft, too. Where yeah, it did. She came on and talked to you talking. during The Raft. <laughs> uh, man, you got a chatty woman. I do have a chatty woman here. You need to put her in your in her place. You, you can't trust those robots. If yeah. you give them like too much, they'll just head off and start a rebellion on you. Do you think that on the other end of that, Alexa, there's someone like... Writing down everything you you say and being like, God, this guy, you fucking yes. shut up about anime. Like, oh yeah, we 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 are pretty sure that everything uh, that she, we say with Jay is is being recorded. But do you think these? Fr- call- she's think, definitely spying. Them. Do you think they're frustrated? Like, fuck, say something interesting. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. We call we call the fictional NSA guy that's assigned to us NSA Nick. He keeps talking about this God, David like- Cage. No one, we don't get it. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> like you see like the pentagon fucking like doing a huge investigation as to who david cage is <laughs> I, got, like, I think it'd i mean, be, i, I really need to look at the every file on this david cage guy it's really gotta bug them listening to those uh, black.com videos every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly they're like oh my god dude watch something else <laughs> they're crying out loud oh boy um i forgot what i was gonna say about smash brothers Probably nothing. Um, that, so big. The, the I guess the big surprise this year from Nintendo is that they're not showing anything, at least from what I can tell, for Metroid Prime. Um, they, they they said they were weren't ready. Oh, okay. So they did actually talk about it. Yeah, they. Somebody asked them, and they had. I guess it's probably going to get its own like Nintendo Direct. E3 E3 has quickly become less and less important to Nintendo, so it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not going to see Metroid Prime footage this year. Like that's still very possible, Um, right? But I but I think at the very least it confirms the game's not coming out for the holiday. Like they're just going to lean into Smash Brothers and do that. Um, I don't. In fact, I don't think that like Nintendo wants to present anything important during E3. Like at all. I think they're going to, like I said, it's going to be a direct because that's how they've announced all of their yeah. like important games in the past, I would say, years. No, you're right. It's definitely, they've, they've, they've veered more and more away from it. Uh, and it makes sense. You have no competition. Yeah. No, that's totally true. Uh, and, and it's working for them so far. Like, it's, it's done a yep. good job. So, uh, having said that, like, show us some fucking Prime, man. I'm ready for that. Like, hurry right? up. Get on it, Jesus Christ! Um, but yeah, this holiday is looking like they're pretty much just going to lean into Smash and and probably nothing else. So uh, don't expect any. Although Jay, you were saying that you were kind of interested in the Fire Emblem uh, that they showed off. I thought I thought the Fire Emblem looked pretty good, honestly. Um, I like. Oh, you know what? I like you know the what idea the of a high res Fire Emblem for sure. You know what they also have this holiday season? What? 
the new Pokemon games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, right. But like, well, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 they need to rebuild my faith in Pokemon before I get excited about that. But the new Fire Emblem, I just want to say, because I, I don't There's something about Fire Emblem where they only like to nail it once in a blue moon. Yeah. Like, they'll come up with, like, a really good one. And then the next couple of entries will be like, meh. And then they'll come up with another, like, really good one. I at least think the general premise. Like, I know you were saying you weren't thrilled about it, Jarrett. But I feel like um, the fact that you are controlling an army this time feels kind of like what Fire Emblem was supposed to be all along. Like, when I would move, like, a unit across the field, like, I understood... I, I guess Awakening really embraced the notion that they were mercenaries. But in other games, it was like, oh, this one unit is actually supposed to represent a ton of units. It's supposed to be an army that's storming this castle and taking it over. And right. um, that's how I feel the new one is looking. Um, you know, I I don't know. I, I'm, I'm digging it so far. I'm looking how it looks so far. Um, I, I hope it'll be another good Fire Emblem. There's a chance it won't be. There's a pretty good chance it won't be, but I'm I'm optimistic about it. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm 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 rooting for it, but there's something there was something about like the UI that kind of just seemed off to me, and like none of the character See, I, designs I, I, really I, I, really the, spoke to me. I'm the exact opposite. I, 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 I both those points. I'm the exact opposite. I really like the character designs, and I really like the UI that is that looks a bit more kind of streamlined and um you know they take chances with the camera angles and it just looks a little cleaner i think you're not it's not so in your face with like all the rpg menus um and i i really appreciate that personally i as someone who grew up like um rpgs and loves them and plays them all the time and constantly like i i don't think i've gone a day in my life or at least a video game cycle in my life where i didn't have one rpg in play um I like this idea that we're reducing menus in RPGs, that we're letting like more of the game stand out and having a little bit less of a kind of menu and a UI interface there. Yeah, and I don't I don't really have any criticisms beyond like I it just I didn't like it. Like I just didn't like how it looked. Um it, it's it's not like uh, something where I could be like that was blue and it shouldn't have been blue because of this. like I it's, <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about it that just didn't look right to me, and we'll we'll see. It's it's super early. I don't even know if that one's coming out this year. Um, I I wish I'd paid more attention to dates because I don't really actually have a very good idea of what's coming out when. Well, the next Fire Emblem is supposed to come out, I think, in 2019. Yeah, uh, Three Houses is called. Yeah, so that's that's the one. So um, not actually. I feel like this whole E3 was kind of. A lot of stuff on the horizon, like it's... so. That, that, that's another reason I just don't really give a crap about E3 anymore because no one is, no one likes announcing games that are out in the present year anymore. Yeah, no, we have a few or, or, or something that you're getting soon. It, it's like, like how many E3s ago did we find out about like Red Dead Redemption, or did I find out about uh, Vampire, or did we find out about Detroit? They they announced what was that quite a few E3s ago, and now they're just out this year, and it's like. I don't need to watch a video show that's going to tell me about something that's out two to three years from now. Well, and um, it, it, it and comes Cyberpunk's in Cyberpunk's uh... case, <laughs> and in uh, Square Enix's case, and in um, in Death Stranding's case, it's not going to come out for thirteen to fourteen years. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think that it's just going to be like <laughs> off years. Like this is this is just you know based on development cycles. Like last year, we were rewarded with you know a, a glute of releases. And this year is looking like it's going to be a little more sparse, and then 2019 should be 
you know, pretty pretty beefy or juicy comparatively. Yeah. Um, but Lucio's right. Like, there's some stuff that that is coming out this year, and I do. I will say, I and I, I maybe I don't know if you guys would agree with me here. What do you think of this trend of uh, where they announce something and they're like, and it's out right now? Um, because it, I love it. It actually works for me uh, it, better than you might think. And today they even did it with a game that I've really been looking forward to. Uh, which was Hollow Knight on the Switch, and oh, yeah. Nintendo just did like a "Hey, this is here now." Um, and I mean, like it had been announced, like we knew that they were working on it, but there was never a release date. It seemed like it was never going to happen for a little while there, and uh, you know, it, it actually finally like got to it, and I was I was really excited for that. I was looking forward to that quite a bit. Um, but that works for you guys when when they're like, "Oh, and and you can have it now." Yeah. yeah. I wish that they'd do it with more stuff. I wish they would have done it with like Smash, like do it with something really huge. Do it with like Smash Brothers and be like, oh, by the way, it's on the fucking store shelves right now, you idiots. Go get it. Unfortunately, those releases are usually holiday releases. Yeah. And this happens in summer, so. No, yeah, it's. I, you know, I, that's the other thing. I wouldn't mind if E3 was like, you know, they're showing games that are going to be holiday releases of the same year that's when i go into like when i go into the movie movie theater right and they show me a trailer for a game and they're like i mean i'm sorry for a movie um like if i were to go in and watch hereditary right now and they're like oh get out 2 is coming in 2021 i'm like why the fuck are you showing the trailer one then see i don't want to yeah see what i want is i want them to be like get out 2 is coming in 20 minutes and then, right. and then the movie you starts. You can go to like theater three. And then the movie's got out too. They're like, go to the bathroom because we're actually going to play another movie right now. Uh, <laughs> so get ready. Hot damn. Like, I don't know. Some Someday I'll get rich and do that. I'll create a movie everyone wants to see and I won't tell anyone and I'll put it after a movie no one wanted to see and I'll lose all my money because I'm insane. But, you know, I'm also rich, so I don't care. So um, go, go the Kevin Smith route with it. Yeah, like that. Uh, it'll be that sounds like something he'd do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could totally see Kevin Smith making like Mallrats two, and then putting it after some horrible movie starring his daughter. <laughs> another another trend I would like is like more fucking gameplay, please. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Yeah, they like like how many games? That. How many games have we talked about on this podcast? Like, oh, this looks really good. And now, if you only knew what it was about, <laughs> uh, what the gameplay was about. Well, I think that's almost every game we mentioned on the podcast. So, I mean, we saw Smash Brothers and got a pretty good look at that. Uh, we actually got a pretty lengthy look at Fallout 76, so I think we have a pretty good idea so, of what's going on with that. I, I, I want to mention something about 76 really quick. Um, because I, I'm the only one here that played Elder Scrolls Online, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. So I, I, I don't have the same attitude that Elder Scrolls Online was like this big kind of ruiner the franchise and all that. I think Elder Scrolls Online were jumping on um, the MMORPG trend did a really good job of importing something that had like no right of being good as an MMORPG. It was an MMORPG. And I got to see a lot of the world of Tamriel um, just kind of realized that I, I don't think I would have gotten to see otherwise. There were definitely disappointing parts of it. Like if you went to Skyrim or... Um, you know, if you went to like Sordo or something that else that was pretty familiar and you go, oh, well, this is disappointing. But you go to other parts like uh, Hammerfell and it's like, oh, this is incredible. Um, I mean, to see this for the first time or you go to like Daggerfall, which is, of course, going to look a lot better than 
um, the Daggerfall that came out. And then they had, like, the Morrowind expansion, which I don't own it, but I got to play it at a friend's house, and the Morrowind expansion is incredible. So Elder Scrolls Online did a really, really great job of, capture, of capturing the Elder Scrolls feel. Um, and, you know, I respect not wanting to play it. I respect not wanting to go down that route with them. So when they announced 76, I was initially optimistic that they would do a great job of importing the Fallout experience, like, online for the massively multiplayer. Um, and then I saw the trailer, and I realized that they did such a great job. It's basically the same shooting game that Fallout 4 was, and I don't want to fucking play that game. So the uh, there's basically two uh, problems that I see with Fallout 76. Um, it's my two deal breakers. One, no vats. No deal. Can't play it. Uh, and, and And two... Uh, no dialogue uh, tree, at least uh, from the interviews that I've seen with Todd Howard, it seems to indicate that the game doesn't actually have like NPCs. Um, so this is a no. It's, 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 it's looking, it's looking kind of like, it's hard to describe. It, it looks like they call it a massively multiplayer. It looks more like they're trying to go for, I don't know. I want to say, I don't think like they're, the uh, thing. Yeah, I don't think they're uh, they're they're gonna be referring to it as a massively multiplayer because it's only I don't they they haven't given a specific number for how many people are in the world, but they've they've capped it off at dozens. Like they haven't so so maybe well, like twenty four to forty eight. I, I still think that qualifies. Like you're and and, and the next game I was going to say is like it looks like they're kind of going kind of going for the monster hunter thing or like the. Um, the division thing or the um, the destiny thing, yeah, and those are all massively multiplayer. It's just you know they only have so many people in the world on those games, um, and that's what it looks like it's going for. And that's just on top of what Fallout Four was. That just doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. If I play it, it's probably going to be like massively discounted. Uh, well, so you might get lucky because they are going to be doing a beta. So there could very well be a chance to see what exactly this insanity is uh, without actually, you know, having to pay. Oh, I'll, enter, I'll enter the beta for sure. So, um, you know, there'll be a chance to see. But yeah, like I said, like, I, I don't know. I, I I need to look up the clip where where they're saying that he, he says that there's just a hard no and that there's no NPCs in the game. But it sounds like that's the case. And I'm just. Not. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, what's it's going on fine with because it's not really an RPG, but it's like. Yeah. Well, no. Also not in like a 30 minute pitch, they kind of really go into like you know, hey guys, we know that story is important to you, and uh, we know what you like about our games, and we want you to know that that's important to us too, and so we wouldn't change that. And they really like pitched this as being like, it's a Bethesda game, but it's for multiple people. But it kind of sounds like it's not a Bethesda game. <laughs> All I want to say is that there's a really accurate video called Todd Howard's Tell Me Lies that you should watch. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that. That's a great video. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard. a great video. It's hard not to it's trust It's also him. very true what you said. It's hard not to trust me. It's hard not to trust. He's just so good looking. I just, I believe everything he says. <laughs> I know, I know that when he looks at you with those baby blues that you just, you just want to believe, but. Yeah. He's just going to beat you again, Jared. Yeah, exactly. I just, you know, I'm not pressing charges, officer. I fell down the <laughs> stairs. That's what happened. I swear to God. Yep. Uh, yeah, anyway. I, I, I don't think there's any coming back with this one. 
think I think this is like I think this is like uh, yeah he broke my jaw the last time I'm not <laughs> I'm not getting back in that situation. Look, man, he stapled my dog to my door. Okay, I'm not going to his house again. I mean, I'm not. I I, I really. I I'm not. I'm not going to play Fallout 76 unless unless something happens. And it really does like get some kind of like second coming praises, but I think this game's gonna release to like a, a nice like seventy four on Metacritic and like a forty eight thirty uh, user score. And I'll, I'll say this: it's it's going to be like and it's I, going I, to make like, millions. Probably no, it's not. No, it's not. Seventy six is going to be basically the solo of the Fallout franchise. They're going to skirt by on the goodwill built up by Fallout Maybe. Four, and then people are going to be like, "Oh no, wait, this is shit. Never mind." Like I didn't want this. Nobody wanted this. Why did you do right. this? Exactly. <laughs> you could have done anything else, and you did this. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Anyway, it 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 looks it looks bad, and I don't know why I expected it to be anything less than that. Um, but it it, it looks like it's not I, very. Good. I I did suggest they could do a good job online, and it looks like they're not interested in that. Nah. So never mind. Yeah. Uh, um, there's, I don't know if you watched any of the announcement. There is one angle that I thought was kind of interesting where they have the, uh, uh, nuclear, uh, facilities spread throughout the map. And if you go and raid them, you'll get like a, a code piece, but it, it's going to be split amongst players. So you'll only get a part of the code, but you can ally or faction with other players who have the codes. And then you can jointly decide where on the map to drop a nuke, um, that's kind of interesting just from a player perspective. Like, I think that could kind of feed into like some of the drama of, uh, uh, like, I think of like if, if rust had a feature like that, that would be pretty interesting. I, I have to wonder kind of what the end game is. with this. like, what, what, what's, what's like the carrot and stick? Like, you know, as much as I ended up not liking either of them, or I, I would say rather more accurately, not liking one, and feeling indifferent to the other, I, I still feel like the division and destiny had just enough to kind of entice me back. Um, like the division, I ended up hating that game, and it's like one score on all of enemy slime that I regret. I'm actually, I'm actually really think I nailed all my other scores, and that's the one. I'm like, if I could go back, I would change that score. Um, but the division still had like a really good New York City, and it's like if I want. First of all, I can't name anything in Bethesda's Fallout that I think is really good and I want to go back and look at. But even if I did, I would reinstall Fallout 4 and just go to Diamond City or go to downtown Boston or something. Um, And, you know, Destiny, they did have the cutscenes and they did have the armor and all that. If Fallout 4 is not going to have any other world interaction, what are they offering me? What are they giving me? Oh, you mean if Fallout seventy six? Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know. I, I really don't know because they, like I said, they really stood up there and they're like, you could play this game by yourself and it definitely has a story and like you know there's there's stuff to do, but it doesn't have NPCs and I don't understand <laughs> how you do that. And, and by the way, I've I've uh, done the proper Google search and I can definitely confirm there are no NPCs uh, in in Fallout seventy six. So. Uh, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely feeling a, a no on this and, one. And 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 hey, it might be like the kind of um, of of the forest type thing where it's all environmental and that's fair. But again, I don't think 
Bethesda's version of the Fallout world has enough to offer me that I'd be interested in that. Yeah. Um, I and they, I, I think it's because they repeat it so many times. It's like you know they have Fallout or, you know they have Fallout Three and they have Fallout Four and then they have the DLC for both those games and it's largely the same shit. You go to a brown and rusted, uh, a post nuclear world. Uh, and everything is like depressing and dreary, and it's all the same fucking map. All the buildings are old and decay. Nothing is growing back. It, it, you know, how much can you tell in contextual? Like in the farce, it's scary and it's weird, and you don't know what those tones are, and you're experiencing it all for the first time. Fallout, we've experienced it now tons of times. And it's a little bit about what we're talking about with Cyberpunk, right? Where all of the fallouts of Bethesda does, uh, are very homogeneous when it comes to the map, and it doesn't. You know, everything is fucked up and there's, like, no real big settlements, like Diamond City, it's whatever. Um, right. Like, like Vault 76 looks good. Like, the actual vault looks good aesthetically. But, but it looks like a similar to... like <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, bad job, guys. Shame on you. Yeah, you did bad. How dare you do that? Um... I know that we always talk about like 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 who won E three or whatever. I I didn't watch enough of the coverage to to adequately say <laughs> that everyone's a loser this E three. But I can definitely say who didn't win, and uh, that's Microsoft, who has <laughs> who has a, uh, who has a whopping no games uh, coming out for this holiday. Um, I think right. There's nothing. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I feel like they they, they, they get, they're getting near. Because uh, Gears, Gears is going to be... Uh, oh, yeah. I remember you mentioning Gears. I meant to look, look it up, and I just forgot. Gears is next year. <laughs> uh, e- even near. E- even the near special edition is next year. So that, oh, that's like, next year? Yeah. That's, that's, it's that's fe- a game from last year. It's, it's February, <laughs> so it's not even going to be this holiday. Uh, Crackdown 3 is delayed again. Uh, uh, who gives a shit? Who cares? Who cares? Get oh. off Crackdown. Who's really waiting for it? Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider will be this year. Um, but that's it's not exclusive. This I time. was gonna say they couldn't lock it in, so uh, everybody's getting that. Um, yeah, oh there's, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing. None of I these. I think Jay is so, being. I think Jay is being unkind to the three guys that are really looking forward to Crackdown three. Oh yeah, there's some there's someone out there who's like a huge Crackdown fan who's like, oh my god, they've delayed it again, but that's only because it's going to be perfect, right? So I, I I need to say something um, about Gears of War Five. I remember you were mentioning uh, the lead, and um, we were talking about the new female lead for uh, Gears of War Five, mm-hmm. and I mentioned how the last lead of of uh, Gears basically looked like, I guess, the soy boy hipster. And you said that well, the new in the new gears, you get to play as the barista. And I'm looking at the trailer for the very first time, and holy shit, does she look like she belongs at a Starbucks? Oh no, she's right? actually they actually <laughs> no 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 they've cleaned her up. She looks way less like she belongs at a Starbucks. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, so so it's actually better. Um, let me see if uh, I can okay. find let me see if I can find a picture of her from four. Uh, Kate, let's see. Here we go. Yeah, this is what she looked like in four. Um, All right. So hold on. It's incoming now. Um, <laughs> I can't even look at it without laughing. Like, did you see the... <laughs> oh my god, that that, that hat. <laughs> that girl. That girl needs to be making a yeah. latte. 
Uh, Why is she wearing power armor? Look at that too. Oh wait, here's the here's the whole gang. Here's here's everybody. So you'll notice that they basically like tried to make an edgy like uh, modern day teen uh, like setup here. And why is Jay calling me again? I'm gonna add him into the group call and see if we get him back. I got bounced off there. There we go. We got him back. But these yeah. guys look like they should be like starting on a high school romance. Well, and so it's fun because looking at the trailer for the new one, they have walked back all three of these characters. Uh, <laughs> Kate lost her cool hat. Uh, JD lost his hair and got a gigantic scar over his eye and a beard. Uh, yeah, I thought he was Marcus for a second. And then, uh, and then, uh, black guy. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Uh, he lost his cool eyebrow ring. Uh, so they got a hat. They basically took like all the edge uh, that they put into these characters and walked it back for all three of them because I think they realized how ridiculous it was. Yeah, I mean you're supposed to be in, like this weird, like fucked up world that's been at war forever, and like these guys look like they're just going to have a fun adventure. Like they look like they're going to go on a road well, trip they... because one of their fathers uh, to confront like one of their fathers will have sexually abused them, and they're gonna have like hipster adventures where like they. Like walk through the desert with like guitar music playing. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say they just look like that. They're ready for a trip to the movie theater with the reclining seats that sells microbrews. That too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds right. I'm trying to find a picture of JD and how they changed him. Oh yeah, here we go. Here, this is what he looks like now. Uh, copy address. Um, so he looks. He looks real you, tough. You Jay again. Did I kill Jay again? Yeah. Uh, no, wait, I'm still here. He's still here. Oh, okay. I see like a picture of like just like a circle where your your face should no, be. No, yeah, I see that too. It's clearly not working right, but we're only <laughs> we only have a few minutes left, so let's just get through this. But anyway, that's what that's what JD looks like now. So he lost his hair, uh, and he got a cool beard and he got a big old scar over his eye. And uh if the trailer is any indicator, he's also now a, a colossal douche. And yet, yet again, Marcus Phoenix looks like the best character. Um, again, Marcus I, Phoenix is always the best character. They should have never. That's like, not have him as the lead. That's the thing is he was, in my opinion, he was kind of never. The, I I always thought Gears had the most unremarkable cast ever, and yet in Gears Four they somehow designed a bunch of characters that made me really love the old guard. And I don't know, man. Like I, I used to be fond of Dom and Cole, and I, I thought yeah, they had a pretty I, I, good. Cole is yeah. an, Cole is an exception. I've always enjoyed the Cole train, uh, but I. Oh, I've, there you know. Yeah, you better enjoy the Cole train. But I've never cared for anybody true, else. True, motherfucker. In that cast, like, like it, it just wasn't that great. Um, but man, Gears of War four makes Marcus Phoenix look like the best written character ever. Like he's 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 great, and uh, this trailer seems like they're just going to lean into that even more. Um. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll also see. I'm sure something awful will happen to Marcus Phoenix early on, and he'll be missing for most of the game, uh, just like he <laughs> just like he was in Gears Four. Just, just using an excuse not to let you play as him. Yeah, they'll 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 find some way to to make that not happen. So I yeah, I've, there's I've, also I've, a, a Gears of War. Yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say I'm with you. I always really liked Marcus. I've always thought he was pretty cool. I I, I you know like the 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 kind of ridiculous badass shit that he did in the original Gears was meant to appeal to a particular demographic, but I was that demographic back in age. I thought, like, Marcus casually stepping back as a giant monster died was just, like, 
it's just absolutely splendid. Yeah, it's like when like David Caruso didn't look at the explosions in like CSI. <laughs> right, exactly. Ooh, yeah. Um, they're they're doing a Funko Pop game. Yeah, I don't. Years, I don't. Which sounds like a weird combination. I don't know what that's uh, all about. No, let's not do that, please. Years of War Pop, if you want to look at it. They're also doing no. an, uh, an XCOM-style game, which could work. Yeah, that's, no. that's a better no. idea. Um, no. By the way, did either of you watch the, the Halo Infinite uh, trailer? Nope. Yeah, it's going to be open world, because that looks like what they're building. Does it, does it look shitty to you? Like, like, yes, like but graphic- that's the point. Like, graphically? Like, uh, yes. That's another reason why I think it's going to be open world, because it looks like a massive downgrade. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm glad. I, and it's weird because the trailer basically feels like it's just to show off the engine. And I spent the whole time thinking, like, why is this so ugly? Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't like look- they show you these beautiful like landscapes, but then like they don't look as good as they did in like Halo 4. Yeah, like, and, and you see like uh, there, there's a car driving at one point or like a warthog driving. Oh, yeah, it looks really bad. And it looks like janky as shit. Like, I, I just. I'm not following what they're trying to do here. And there's a lot of people saying that uh, they think that this is going to be a uh, next-gen uh, thing and, and skip the Xbox One and go to whatever comes next. Um, I'd be very surprised because this does not look like it needs new hardware to run. I'll say this. It will be pretty suicidal of Microsoft to like move this to a new console generation when they have so little to like justify spending money on their Xbox One, uh, One X. Yeah, well, especially like now they've they've really leaned hard into like backwards compatibility as being the main draw for the Xbox, and so it feels kind of silly to uh, to ditch it for something else, especially after they also just launched the Scorpio. Um, mm. I, I like, don't know. They they need they need some fucking exclusives. I know they need anything. They literally need anything, uh, but they just can't can't lock it in. So yep. Uh, oh wait, I take it back. They have Battletoads uh, next year. So <laughs> so so who was the it, old it's man? Gonna be like who was the, like... It's gonna be like the uh, the Szechuan soft of of Xbox. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I I wonder if GameStop is already getting like the prank calls. Uh, or or more of the prank calls, but yeah. But this time they're gonna take your your five bucks. So. Yeah, I know. This time they can actually take the pre order, so it's not as funny as it used to be. Uh, I so guess I I want to uh, Lucio. You need to finish your joke. You need to get the punchline. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, did you have a you're joke? Going to, you're gonna say yeah. He's gonna say who is like the old guy that thought. Oh yeah, who was uh, the old guy who like. Started seeing like all the calls to like fucking GameStop asking for Battletoads. I was like, yes, the kids want Battletoads. He's like, yeah, it's, it's going to save our company. It's pretty obvious that people want Battletoads because they keep calling and asking for it. Like, uh, it's not just an Nordic thing because it was a shitty game that was borderline impossible because it had horrible controls. Well, I mean, I really like the first level of Battletoads. Like, I really want to like the first level. The too. first level is great. Uh, it's just it's just the rest of the game that's kind of a mess. <laughs> but man, that... album with battle uh, battle toes with double dragon, and it just felt like an insult to double dragon. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, oh man, I wish I wish it would have worked. Like I wish that battle toads would have been better uh, than it was because it was a game I really wanted to play, but they just found a way to make me not be able to play it. it just Everybody me. knows what happened. 
um, anyway. you go to the speeder section. Oh yeah, I got to the speeder section. Sometimes I die in that in in the uh, the the repelling section, but usually it's the bikes. It's the bikes that fuck you. Yeah, it's always the bikes that. And fuck then you. and then if you pass the bikes, there's another like short fighting section, and then there's um like a water gliding section that's even harder than the back section see i don't even i don't even know that because and, i never got that, that that broke me and i never played it again yeah you already <laughs> so like, you already just, got I, further I just this. and then of course it's a nes game right so you, like i'm i'm not coming back here again i'm going back to the beginning <laughs> right right yeah that's uh that's some brutal shit we we really yeah. suffered a lot as kids <laughs> Um, I don't know. Is there anything else from the show that you guys want to want to talk about, or everything? Uh... We might have talked about every game that I'm aware of. <laughs> just about. Um... Oh, it's just one more one. Well, there's Doom Eternal, which I haven't seen the trailer for, but I'm interested in. Oh yeah, it looks pretty cool. And uh, Rage Two looks pretty good too. Um, yeah. One it, other thing that I yeah yeah I was just gonna say like uh, it it actually looks like they like cared and are gonna do yeah I know. And are going to do a good job. So, um, I'm kind of interested in, in Rage 2. It also looks like it's uh, borrowing a lot from Doom. Yes, which hey. is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I do think I have a question. Um, because earlier we were talking about Sucker Punch. I don't know, for whatever reason, I thought about Spider-Man. I think because in the past you thought about... You thought Sucker Punch was doing... Uh, well, isn't it Insomniac? Yeah, it's Insomniac, and I think they're going to do an amazing job. And so, did they show anything else? Yeah, so actually, they showed a they showed a huge like ten minute open world segment um, of like real game, like it's definitely real gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot believe how fluid the combat looks like it is in that game. Um, you're in the demo I watched. The guy wasn't even very good at it, and it still looked like he, <laughs> it, it still looked really impressive. Uh, he's like whipping. Now, the one thing I will say is like, I thought Batman was bad in like the Arkham games in the sense of like, boy, he killed everybody. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man is doubling down on that like tenfold. Like Spider-Man is murdering a lot of people. He's pulling like gigantic metal scaffolding down on enemies. He's dis- it's not, well, Spider-Man doesn't have a new, no killing rule. He just doesn't prefer it. He's disconnecting <laughs> car doors and flinging them at people. I, I mean, yeah. he's... He's vicious. Like everybody that he knocks down is rolling on the ground. But if this were real life, he would he would definitely have murdered. Ev- like we would have people looking. <laughs> people would be searching for Spider Man. Like some of like, these. Yeah, J. J. Jameson would have been right, basically. Some of these people are just like you know, uh, harmless like you know bank robbers. Like they didn't even <laughs> they didn't even hurt anybody. They just went into the teller and they're like, "Give me all your money." And then all of a sudden, Spider Man decapitates them with a door. <laughs> Um, I think it's gonna be interesting for you to to see it, Jay. It was definitely interesting for me, so uh, you might want to check that one now. out. I'm not uh, sure I think, what I think, what I does think that mean. Slinging looks amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it does. Um, and actually, so there's a video out there that's actually a little older than E3, where they go through a really detailed walkthrough of how the web slinging works. Um, it's like 20 minutes, and they talk about all the controls and all the stuff that you can do. Um. It, it's definitely it, it has to be the most thought like anybody's ever put into it as a mechanic and it it looks so solid oh, shit i I'm, I'm sorry i just watched um did you watch him kill someone that. yeah i watched him drop like an entire warehouse on someone's head yeah that's that's what he does <laughs> and if we're talking about like 
things coming out this year. This comes out September. So yeah, this is just a couple months away. Well, um, I, I'm going to be broken fall between Spider-Man and and Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I think while it's done, I think this looks great. Like I'm I'm really really looking forward to it. Oh uh, man, I still got I got I also have to buy the Octo DLC that's coming out soon. Oh, oh, shit. What is the Octo DLC? Well, that's for Splatoon. You won't care. Oh, you're right. I, hey, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the Octo, for people who like Splatoon, the Octo DLC actually looks like it could be really cool because it's going to be a new single player campaign and then you get a new character to play as in the multiplayer. It looks oh, like, like it could be pretty neat. And, um, and Pearl and Marina are dressed up as Biggie and Tupac. Oh, I also, yep. I can definitely see what you guys like about this character. Uh, she's edgy and she has an octopus <laughs> for hair. So this looks this looks primed and ready. Oh, even the boy looks she, edgy. They look like they look like regular octolings, like with slightly yeah, different hairstyles. But it looks like it, it's going to be a fun DLC. It'll, it'll be interesting that like the Splatoon DLC. Oh, so place. like so like the octolings are like a race. Like you said, yeah. you said that like that was like a, a thing. Yeah, the bad yeah, guys the first one. All right. Uh, well, now they're good. The bad guys are good now. <laughs> it's about time. We've been waiting so, forever. Another game that I'm happy that was announced is um, Crystal of the Northern Star, or whatever they called it, uh, the Yakuza yeah. one. Crystal of the North Star. Yeah, yeah, it's actually getting an American translation and um, yeah. a, a, a oh, relatively God. soon release date. So that's I cool. know, October. I'm like, I'm hype. Yeah. Uh, I, How are people not dying? I really tried to uh, to convince Michael to pick it up while we were there because I was pretty convinced that we weren't going to get it here. Uh, so now I look like an asshole. Um, well done, Jared. But uh, but yeah, Jesus. you see what I mean, Jay? He kills everyone. <laughs> this, is like, this is like some fucking crazy brutal shit this for Spider Man. This is some like hot knife through butter shit, and like <laughs> and like don't get me wrong, it looks really fun. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm Spider Man has had enough like, of your bullshit. It reminds me of Sleeping Dogs. Like, how is this guy an undercover cop? <laughs> when he's, like, dropping fucking car engines on people's heads. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the of Sleeping Dogs. Where, like, I, I put some dude through, like, a swordfish through the heart. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, in the next mission, they're like, you had to kill somebody. She want to prove that you're a triumph member. I'm like, I've killed, like, five people already. Yeah. I killed five people coming here. <laughs> Yeah, well, get ready because Spider-Man, he has no problem uh, really, really, (laughs) really brutally murdering people. Uh, He really does it. It just seems to be no issue whatsoever. And actually, even uh, I don't know if you're watching the same demo that I saw, but it ends with uh, him fighting the Shocker as a boss. Yeah, that's what I'm watching. The Shocker just threw him through a a vault door. Oh, wait till you see. Wait till you see what he does to the Shocker. Like... (laughs) Like holy shit, um, uh, he's got no no uh, spider Spider Man's moral I, code is out the door. He he doesn't. I, care. I mean, it's like Spider Man's supposed to be like saving this bank. So why is he trashing it? Oh yeah, no the the bank is the bank is beyond repair by the time Spider Man. <laughs> uh, by the time Spider Man is done with it, like the, the bank is probably when I be like Spider Man wonders why he's like a vigilante hated by the public. Yeah, uh, in this one, this is probably going to be the one where uh, where J. Jonah Jameson is like right, where he's like he's a menace, and it's like yeah, no, you, he really is a menace. Like holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> you see the bank is going to be like, thank you, Spider Man, but we're insured against theft. We're not insured against you destroying our branch to stop the theft. 
Yeah, that's there seems like no point at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you. Like it'll be better off if you just. There were a hundred thousand dollars in this vault, and your damages cost like eight million to to fix. Well, it's funny you say that because Spider Man even makes a comment where he's like, uh, if you watch it with audio, he he basically tells Shocker, he's like, nobody uses banks anymore. You're not going to get any money from here. Uh, <laughs> And so knowing that the bank has little to no value, Spider-Man has no problem completely destroying the building. Yeah, just trashing the place. And and again, like definitely murdering the, the man that he's fighting. Uh, uh, it looks like he's getting ready to drop like a giant brass globe on his head. Boy, is he. That would happen. <laughs> <laughs> boy, is he. Uh, it, it takes him a very long time to do it, but that is, uh, that is very much the plan. Uh yeah, see if this were real, that I, I think he severed the shocker's spine there. Oh, absolutely! At the very least, the shocker is paralyzed, uh, or or in like a wild, wild west situation where he's just a torso in a wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, like the shocker didn't have powers; he had like the weird gauntlet thing. Yeah, he's just like he's just, so he's just basically did that to like a, a dude. Wow, that, that's incredible! All right, well, I can't wait to brutalize people as Spider Man. In that case, Sony wins E3. Oh, Sony absolutely won E3. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's so funny because if you look at the Microsoft list of games, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's there's at least like 30 on here. And if you look at the Sony one, there is... Let's see. How many games did they show in their entire conference? They showed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They showed 12 games total. And... Uh, the the caliber and the exclusivity, like, there's no question that Sony, like, nailed this. <laughs> yeah. Really, really badly. Like, Microsoft got stapled to the fucking wall. Um, I, have a, I have a question, and I think this is going to be, like, my final thought of the night. Sure. What was Square in this fucking event? I don't know. What did they even show? I, I mean... What, Kingdom what Hearts 3, but they also showed it in the Xbox. And the PlayStation. But, PlayStation had a trailer yeah. for it, too. That's it. That's all. Like they show, they show Final Fantasy VII thirteen remake. Oh, oh sorry, seven. Remake. You, you can you can give up hope with that coming out in your lifetime. We're gonna keep pushing that one back. I mean, I'm gonna say the same thing that I type in the chat. Tetsuya Nomura is a terrible director who took forever to do Final Fantasy fifteen, and that only came out because somebody else took over the project, who hasn't still delivered a game that people bought PlayStation three for, which was um. Kingdom Hearts 3. This is not gonna come out like anytime soon. Like my kid is gonna be I'm gonna have grandkids by the time this comes out. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a strong probably. possibility. I like I'm I'm pretty sure that they announced like kind of straight face the next time you can hope to see Final Fantasy 7 was like uh 2021. So I don't yeah. uh I don't I wonder if they're gonna dial back on it being episodic. And, and I would say 2027 sounds like oh, a reasonable. You know what? For no more. I actually, I almost forgot they they did bring Just Cause Four, and that is coming out this holiday. Um, okay. So. Yeah, I like Just Cause Three. I don't know that I'm ready. Like, I'm, I don't have like. Oh yeah, let me absolutely get four right now. Well, That's get fine. ready because it's coming. Uh, so they had they had that in Tomb Raider. So they've got some stuff coming out this fall. Um, unfortunately, uh, I don't have a lot of hope for any of it. Like, I'm, I'm sure that they'll be okay, but like, but Jared, don't you want to see Lara become the Tomb Raider 
like for like, the third time okay. already. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Crystal Dynamics make a Tomb Raider game, not Eidos Montreal. Um, this is what one, this is what I want to happen. I want like Lara to be like in some situation where she has uh, she's like in a hole with like some relic, and like she can't get out, so she like rips her pants off like on the side level and to make a rope and then she climbs out making the rope and then she's like I'm finally become the tomb raider. <laughs> yeah, that's like, good. I I need that to be like the like the climactic moment of this game. Uh, since, since we're ending on what we don't want to come out, can I mention what I'm what I don't want to come out? Sure, lay it on us. Uh, the division two because I would really like them to finish their first game before they start the second game. Boy, and it's funny you, you're gonna love the interviews with them because they spend the whole time talking about how much they learned from the first game. <laughs> That's literally the entire discussion. They're like, we learned a lot from the division, and now we're gonna make a better one, a better division. You're gonna love it. Uh, so, so buckle up, Buckaroo, because it's gonna be great. You're gonna love it. Oh boy. Uh, you know who we actually didn't mention at all, who it doesn't matter, uh, is Ubisoft. Uh, I mean, aside from The Division, uh, n- we didn't really talk about any of their other stuff, which is just fine. <laughs> yep, that's fine with me. Uh, I'm sure Jay's going to buy Skull and Bones, but... Um, nah, it's all about that. The Crew 2, my favorite game ever. Well, yeah, The Crew 2 is an oh. obvious one, but, but Skull and uh... Bones is a... Gonna be a, a surprise sleeper for Jay. I'm. I'm I'll, sure. I'll probably pick up uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, maybe probably on sale. Uh, I picked up Origin. They had a got two for two for one sale for Ubisoft games in Target, and I went and picked up like Mario Rabbits for my kids, and I picked up Assassin's Creed because it was the only thing I was interested in. Uh-huh. And I'm actually personally surprised with Origin. So you know, I might pick up. I think I got it for my birthday last year. And, yeah. Or maybe it was right. Christmas. I don't remember. I, I liked it, though. I liked what I played. It's just they're, they're too big. And I don't... I agree. I don't have the time or patience to sit through all that. And now Odyssey looks like it's even bigger. Uh, and then on top of it, also, like, a story-driven RPG with, like, just player choice and shit. And I, you know what I like about... I know. The, what I saw about uh, Odyssey? What? It doesn't seem to have any like assassin bullshit at all. No, yeah, that's kind of like the, the worst thing, part yeah. of Origin. Like when Origin is like, by the it's way, the worst, you have to come out of the, the animals. Like, no, 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 no. Don't, the, don't the, take the, assassin, the, the assassin part has been the worst part of a lot of Assassin's Creed, honestly. Um, like when I'm Egyptian guy in Egypt trying to get revenge, I, I'm happy. I, you know, I, I, I think, I think from what I, I, I don't have any desire to play Origins, but from what I've heard about Origins, is received. And the fact, you know, talk about, like, abusive lovers, like, when Ubisoft does set an Assassin's Creed in kind of, like, a time period and a location I'm interested in, and Ancient Greece is, like, another of those, which, um, you know, I'd be all down for that. It, it tempts me. I'll, 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 but this is going to be, like, a Smash Brothers situation where I will wait and see what happens before I And it's going board. to be Ancient Greece or in the Peloponnesian War, so... Yeah. I was expecting them to go with the whole Persian invasion, but the fact that they're doing the Peloponnesian War is really, really interesting to me. And yeah. I have to say, Origins has definitely come back to the point where they're clearly doing research again. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's definitely... Uh, that, that's super true. Like, Origins is... In fact, you guys saw when they were, like... They, they came out with, like, a mode where they were stripping out, like, the game, but you could just explore yeah. the world, and they were talking about, like, using it in school and shit. Like... Uh, there's there's a lot of care put into the world for this one. So yeah, and that's good if, 
if uh, Odyssey is going to be historic adventures during the Peloponnesian War with minimal assassin bullshit, just fucking sign me up. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. If, I agree. If that's what Assassin's Creed turns into, I'm definitely happier about that. Like, if it just becomes like this, this like really kind of almost like nerdy, researched historical uh, drama uh, RPG series, that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's I the agree. direction it should have gone in. I, I I feel like that starting with Assassin's Creed Four, it was just like disappointing how little research they kind of did and how yeah. it was just about whatever culture. Like, like the Chronicles games. It's like, you know, they heard someone talk about um, the Russian Revolution once, and that's what they decided to turn into a video game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, yeah, I'm... Five minutes on Google. There, we have our game. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you know, like, I expect this game to, like, slowly strip out the assassin parts and just become, like, Creed. The Creed. Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Black Flag should have been... Creed, the game. Yeah. Create the game. It'll you star good. as Michael B. Jordan explores <laughs> history. Yeah. Now we're talking. That's a boxer. That's a troubling boxer. There's definitely there's <laughs> gonna be some times that he should stay out of though. We need to probably warn him about this. Like hey, just no, he'll a, be fine. Just as a heads up, you're not gonna want to come to like old America. No, 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 man. Things those are, those, those, are bad, those plantation owners are gonna catch them hands. Oh yeah, that's true. He'll come back and just punch everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something. There's something. I, there. I'd play that game. I would play that game. Where you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, we all would. It's like a dude, like, like, like wearing like actual like boxing gear, like right. We're gonna send. To oh yeah, he's 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 basically like <laughs> Balrog. Like he, Balrog yeah, shows exactly. up and just like, hey, what's this? I'm gonna punch you now. Oh my god! Can we present this at the next E3? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I I I feel like it's still a better exclusive than Microsoft has. <laughs> So yeah, I think we're ready. Get the red one on the line. Let's do it. I think we're set. Um, all right. Well, I think this was a good uh, a good stopping point. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and and uh, wrap this up. Uh, good E three, everybody. Or okay, E three. Twenty nineteen is going to be a great year. Twenty eighteen is going to be just an okay year. Uh, three out of five. E three. But if you join our... uh, Oh, go ahead. I played at least one better game in 2018 than I was expecting to. Sure, yeah. I played played a really great, like, absolute game of the year contender already. And we're only halfway through the year. So um, I have hope. There's there's promise on the horizon. Um, There's time still. There's time still. We always have time. Hey, you know what you have time to do is subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, whatever you use to download podcasts. Uh, we should be on it. If we're not, I guess let us know. Like, I, I'd like to fix that. Um, if you haven't already, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. And uh, I think with that, it's probably about time to be out. Bye, guys. Nothing ready to say in time to say.